Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. We're back. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. What is that thing? The Zone. Wow. Um, so, Deion Sanders... And Coach uh, Jay Norvell, Deion Sanders, obviously with Colorado, but uh, so much bigger than that as far as brand and and all that. And Jay Norvell, who none of you knew, he's the head football coach for Colorado State, decided to pick a fight with Deion Sanders in Colorado. Uh, His quote this week was, when I talk to grownups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. Why would you say that? Yeah. With what <laughs> Coach Prime is doing at Colorado. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. want to say good morning. It is a football Friday brought to you by the super premium Patron Tequila. You've got Reposado, which is delicious, Añejo, and Extra Añejo. All aged at different levels, but it's 100% blue agave. That's why it's the number one tequila in the world. Uh, Enjoy ice-cold tequila on the rocks. Maybe a splash of Topo Chico. Eh, Maybe a splash of Club Soda. I recommend some oranges. I just like Patron Añejo on the rocks. Squeeze a couple of orange slices in there. It's a beautiful game day drink patron tequila you can find it at briarwood wine and spirits among many many other places reposado añejo extra añejo why would you pick a fight with a guy who is on this uh you know crazy win streak as a coach at jackson state and now colorado he's beat tcu in nebraska and i mean he's a massive favorite over colorado state this weekend why would you say that? Let me let me read that again. This is Colorado State head coach Jay Norvell 
on Deion Sanders' attire during media interviews. When I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. And then Dion, there was video that was released later. Dion called his team together on the practice field and basically said, now he made it personal. Oh. So instead of beating them by three touchdowns, Dion may beat them by five touchdowns. Oh, man. No, they, I, they keep doing it. Dan Lanning did it at the beginning of the season for Oregon. Do you, you remember him saying, he was like, what has Colorado ever won? I don't remember them winning anything. Like, uh. Yeah, and guess what? Next weekend we get Colorado at Oregon. You're right. Dan yeah, Lanning did say that. And so he did poke the bear. Uh, I don't know if, it, if that was directed to Dion necessarily or just the fact that Colorado um, – I guess at that point there were rumors that Colorado was going to the Big 12. And then they eventually uh, did go to the Big 12. The, the problem is now Colorado is, is not problem. The, the deal now is Colorado is relevant because Dion's going to get players. Yeah. He understands how to recruit. Well, evaluate and recruit. So, you know, how mu- and motivate. How much he's Exxon and Owen – I don't know, but he knows how to evaluate, recruit, and motivate. And, and look, it's all about getting players, and he's he's doing it, and he's going to continue to do it. All right. Man, that uh, mayonnaise talk got me choked up. The Stella Artois caller line is 601-995-1059. Twitter handle at Bowbounds. And your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Let me get into Mississippi State and Ole Miss. I've been thinking about it all week. I don't see a path for the dogs. Mm. This goes for MSU, Ole Miss, Arkansas-type teams. you, you got to be like uh, – Will Rogers is a good player. But you got to have a big-time playmaker at that position, Fitz, Dak, um, Chad Kelly, Matt Corral type player. Um, And then you have to have a unit that is really, really good. And within that unit, you need a lot of times, what, two top three round picks? Uh, Mississippi State five years ago had two uh, first round picks on the D-line in Jeffrey Simmons and Montez Sweat. And they've gone on to the NFL, and they're not just good players. They're really, really good players. Do you see where I'm going there? So, uh, I would I want to be wrong, and I expect you to tell me I'm wrong on Twitter at Bowbounds at two to two thirty tomorrow afternoon. But you've got to have a pretty damn dominant unit on, on within the LOS line of scrimmage, offense or defense, and then you got to have a crazy playmaker at quarterback. That's just the way it is to beat an LSU type program. Um, I was reading somewhere on, on, on the board, somebody said, you know, the gap between, you know, Bama and Georgia is significant. It's not bet- with LSU. I'm like, what? Uh, do I think Jaden Daniels is great? No, I don't. Um, is he pretty good? And then the supporting cast 
and everything that happens around him, whether he gets the ball given to him on the nine-yard line, right, Mississippi State Territory or something like that, or maybe they get the ball three times around the 50 and one time on the 17. I mean, that's all advantageous and and helps you look better, whether you're Jaden Daniels or Bo Bounds playing quarterback. I mean, those things factor in. Is that what's going to happen tomorrow? Because I've seen that dog and pony show. I mean, is LSU going to get the ball around the 50 several times, great field position? And then are they going to get the ball inside the 20 or 25 at some point, whether it's a kick return, punt return, or turnover? Let me go to the offensive line for Mississippi State. Will Friend has his hands full. I actually saw this debated on a message board this week. Is Will Friend a good offensive line coach? I thought, what planet are we on? Yes, Will Friend is a hell of an offensive line coach. But they are flipping the script on what they want to do from what they did the last year, the year before, and the year before. Right? From the pure air raid to uh, more of a spread attack and a balanced attack running and throwing the football under Barbe, which is fine. Barbe's offense could be fantastic. It just probably going to take some time. But do you have a dominant unit? Um, Will's going to have to be great. I, I I don't know. If it, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a mucked-up game that you can win 17-13, to 17-14. I don't really see that. I would think Will's got to be great, like a star. I think you have to be a star when you beat LSU and, and start Von Oxford and Fayetteville. You need to be a star. That's not fair to Will, but it just is what it is. I mean, you got to make – like. How are you going to generate explosive plays against LSU? Can you? Sure. Will you? I don't know. Um, but when, when, when the Dogs and the Rebs beat an LSU-type team, you got a, a guy who has a big, big day at the quarterback position. And then you have another unit on the, on the line of scrimmage that has premium players. I don't even see an edge rusher in the state of Mississippi yet. Anywhere. Honestly, yeah. I mean, can't pick one out. <laughs> I don't see one in Starville or Oxford. We've got some time, but I don't see one. Boy, Southern Miss has got a big game in Hattiesburg tomorrow. Goodness gracious. And they could have their hands full, full, full. Boy, that's an understatement. My God, they had to play Florida State last weekend. Yikes. I don't know what they got paid, but woof. FSU. Um, you know, Will Hall pulled this off last year. He did. Pulled off a tremendous upset. One of the biggest upsets in the state last year. So, all right, the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, is brought to you by Edwin White's Golf Shop on County Line Road. Take your golf game to another level. Before you go to Dancing Rabbit Golf Club at Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, I'm going against bar two parlaying uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. No, thank you. Um, I do not trust Ole Miss uh, on the 18, although you should. And uh, he wants you to um, take the points with Mississippi State. So uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't agree. But he, that's what he called on Show Me the Money. He called for par- the numbers, and hey, that's his numbers. He's going to roll with it. I think that's great. But he said, hey, Mississippi State, take the points. Ole Miss, give the points. Uh, I'm, I, don't, I don't know. I just – and maybe I'm looking too much into to what happened last week. Uh, both teams won. Hard-fought wins. It's great to win. Tip of the cap to the players for making plays late and doing what they needed to do. Uh, Ole Miss pulls a team, you know, that they out-recruit by a million miles. So this obviously should be a layup. It it should be a an easy game and a W, and it very well could be. But they got to show me. They got to show me. I know it's a first-year head coach, Brent Key at Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech hasn't been good in in a while. Um, but they need to show me. I just I thought I didn't think they looked uh, real good last weekend. I guess at times they did, but um, at times they didn't. Mississippi State, you know, played Arizona. Y'all know what happened there. Arizona turned the ball over left and right, and then MSU let let them back in the game, and then they did what they needed to do on defense and made a couple of opportunistic plays on on offense. Uh, but I'm gonna stick. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'd go LSU. And um, I'd take the points with Georgia Tech. I'd stay away from it probably, but you're not, and I don't blame you because you like to bet. Uh, and it's two in-state teams. Now, the other theory that I heard from an Ole Miss fan was bet the opposite. That way I'm happy either way. Mm. That's a good tactic. You know, I hear that over the years. Do people stick with that? I've always wondered that. Do You know – like tomorrow, LSU, Mississippi State's not supposed to win. They're supposed to lose by two scores. At least Sterling has them getting blown out late. 
See, that's the problem. It could be a – I mean, how many times have we watched this with MSU and Ole Miss? It could be a close game for a long time and your defense keeps you in it. And they're playing hard and playing hard and playing hard. And it's, uh, you know, it's 14 to 6 LSU and you're in the game, but you can't get anything going offensively. And you still can't. You still can't. And eventually the dam breaks because you're not moving the chains and, and, the mojo and generating, and I think it is going to come down to explosive plays. Because, um, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can dink and dunk it and run Woody Marks and average, you know, four to five yards a, a play on a 14-play drive. But I would think you're going to have to find, you know, and Barbe talked about it all during the offseason. And it is the most important. Not I'm not the most important, but one of the most important. Um stats and so on is to generate explosive plays, college and NFL. Uh, Marks is impressed. You know, people were talking about Marks in the NFL. Yeah, I think all what happened with Marks catching all those balls out of the backfield and the fact that he had to pass block so much and then he's gotten bigger. He's a good back. He got overshadowed by Quinshawn last year. Although Woody Marks has put up great numbers this year. Um, oh, I think that's what the NFL is looking for. You know, late round pick or whatever, late, late, late round pick. But a guy that's caught 100-plus balls, 200-plus balls at Mississippi State, runs hard. Now, he gets hurt. I say he gets hurt. He doesn't get hurt and leave the game. But he gets kind of, at, at least once or twice during the game, he's going to go over and sit for a while. Not sit, but he gets dinged up. Now, you could, I guess you could argue every tailback running back gets dinged up. Um, but, yeah, I like him. He, 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 could, he could be a guy that could, that could go the NFL. Six-round pick because of Leach's offense, and now what he's doing this year – you know, hammering the rock between the tackles some. And what are they going to choose to do tomorrow? They going to run right at Harold Perkins? Ooh. Because <laughs> that's what you would do, right? I mean, if he's going to line up, pin his ears back, are they going to try to find the edge? A lot of people thought that they should have run on the edges more. They ran right into that Georgia transfer last week. Yeah. Who, although he's not a pass rusher, dude, he's a space eater. Bro. I mean... He is a space eater. And Mississippi State and Ole Miss have had those guys that they're not going to scare you on the pass rush, but good Lord, they take up a lot of space in the middle, and they're good at, at run defense. Um, I'll be interested to see what Barbe does there. You're going to see more inside the tackles or out on the edges from Woody? Uh, I thought they may have run a little too easy for me to say. They had so much success early. Then they didn't have the ball for the second and third quarter. So, right. you know, I mean, what do you do? If you're not on the field, you can't generate yards or first downs or, or points. And who knew somebody was going to have a 19-play drive in modern-day football? I didn't. Um, but that is something to look at in the first quarter as far as uh, 
And are they going to go get it, go wide open? Or are they going to kind of test out how the game goes, test the waters with exactly what kind of game LSU is going to bring to the table? We all know if LSU plays their A game, it's over. Now, if LSU brings their B, B game, could have a damn dogfight in the second half. Um, and, boy, there's a lot on Will. I mean, he's going to have to make plays. I, I guess it could be a crazy game where he doesn't have to. That scenario would be you'd have to draw that out to me over a couple of ice-cold bush lights late this afternoon. I don't, I don't know that path. But most of you are smarter than I am when it comes to, to football. Um, to me, Will has to have a Herculean-type game. You know, Tulu would have to make some – but, again, it comes down to the offensive line. It does. I mean, I think they have to be the MVP in all caps. And what does Barbet do with Marks? Yeah. How much do you run inside to how much do you run outside? And then you can't you can't turn the ball over. You can't give Jaden Daniels the ball at inside the 10, inside the 20, inside the 30, and LSU can't win field position all day. You know, they can't just live getting the ball at the 50. They'll eventually hurt you. So – and you need to get, you know, you need to get back there and, and mess with Jaden. Strip, fumble, deal, something. Get you some momentum. You're capable, but I just haven't. And although they were close with Jaden Delora, I still don't feel like they've got some kind of even semi-premier pass rusher in start. But I don't think they have one at, in Oxford either, by the way. They won't need one tomorrow against Georgia Tech. They will the next week against Bama. You know, when you go back and watch that Bama-Texas game, Bama's not as far off as you think they are. Now, I know they don't have the coaching staff, so I don't know what that's going to look like going forward. But they played some good ball at times, too. Now, I understand the line of scrimmage is a question mark. I don't know. It, maybe they're not getting the coaching that they did at one time. Obviously, the play callers on both sides of the ball are not what they were from 2010 to 2020 but they still got some dudes and Milrow I'd stick with Milrow Um, you know and go through some growing pains I mean the guy hadn't played much ball talented guy though all right who do we have next Ryan Fowler 109 the game roll tide insider Ryan Fowler Hey, don't forget the Armory is the place for all your firearms, optics, suppressors. The Armory, Lake Harbor and Ridgeland, it's right in front of Kroger. So the Armory is right in front of Kroger on Lake Harbor and Ridgeland. Firearms, optics, suppressors, all at the Armory, Lake Harbor and Ridgeland in front of Kroger. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys. 
Listen up. This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. Roll Tide, Ryan Fowler, 109 the game. Tuscaloosa joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. And the show is brought to you by Spring Street Cigars in Startville, Oxford, Kosciuszko, Meridian, DeSoto County, Tupelo, and many other places. Get your premium cigars from Spring Street Cigars. Ryan Fowler joins us on the Out of Bounds Show. Bama with a tough loss against the Texas Longhorns on Saturday night. Uh, Ryan, describe your show in Tuscaloosa the last two days. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> Evidently. Uh, I don't know what to say. Um, did Alabama lose that game? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, wow. It's probably the way they lost it, I think. A lot of frustration, a lot of guys, and, uh, and I, I've been right there with them. I mean, it's not just like them. Um, when I look at this Alabama football team, uh, there's concerns. And, and you know, I yesterday, I gave them a magic, you know, Harry Potter magic wand, and I said, fix one thing on this football team, one thing. The problem is, is it's more than just one thing. You, you probably have to fix the quarterback situation. But your left tackle and right guard, ooh, man. I mean, when they get to the SEC and they meet some of these elite edge rushers, um, ooh, man, Caden Proctor. Um, I mean, he's a big guy, and he's a true freshman, and he's going to make a lot of mistakes. But you got him no help on a chip. You didn't slot it much. You just straight up let him get his butt whipped. Um, you go to the wide receivers, not a lot of separation. Not a lot of separation when you look at those guys. Uh, tight ends, we thought that that would be a big part of Reese Davis's, excuse me, not Reese Davis's, Tommy Reese's offense, and it has not been. When you look at um, defensive line, uh, not a lot of production there. Linebackers have played okay, but you you got you had zero sacks. I'm not even sure if you had a quarterback Curry on Quinn Ewers. He had a lot of time. Against, he had a lot of time. He could eat a sandwich back there easy. Um, and I don't know. Listen, this, this is probably going to come across rude, and I'm sure you'll probably chop it up, put it out there on the Twitter. I don't know really how great Quinn Ewers is. Like I don't. I mean, I, we've watched a lot of great quarterbacks. I, I think he's probably a B quarterback i don't see him as an a do you i mean oh i think he was he's, saturday night I, I think he's trending that way and I, I think he played a hell of a game on saturday night bama still have players still has players and he made some wonderful throws i, I think he's got a big time arm he's accurate yeah and he's still young i mean he didn't play for two years um because of his stop at ohio state and then the, the year at texas so i I like him, man. He's he's really showing the stuff. They're legit. Well, he did enough. And, you know, that Bo Davis defense, uh, especially that defensive line, that front seven, man, they were aggressive. Yeah, I they mean, were. Big, physical. I mean, they just whipped Alabama in the trenches. I mean, there's nothing else you can say. 
I mean, here, I mean, here, you, you guys record this. Y'all put a liner on it. Nick Saban got out coached once again. You Let know, our, our our mutual buddy, Bartu, Dave Bartu said, and he's been saying it for a while now, they, they haven't played, they haven't had the results, Ryan Fowler, Texas hasn't, but he has said over and over again, the best trio of coordinators in college football is Steve Sarkeesian as OC and their special teams coach and Kaikowski at DC. And man, they ran circles around that Alabama Crimson Tide staff. Fowler. They did. They did. And, and almost like they knew exactly where to attack them. Um, you know, obviously Sark's experience going up against Nick Saban's uh, defense in practice. But at the end of the day, I mean, they came to your place and not only they beat you, I mean, they beat you so bad, they were in a victory formation in bryant Diddy Stadium. And, you know, then you had players who took to Instagram Live to, I guess, I don't know if they were celebrating the loss. Uh, I mean, I, I believe I'd have been in a film room trying to figure out what I did wrong. But uh, you had players that uh, just took to Instagram Live to, uh, to I, I don't know if they were aggravating the Alabama fans. I don't know if they were just trying to stir things up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. But is that the world that we live in now? Well, here's the deal. The, you're, the Alabama coaching staff, man, I mean, it, it's just – it's not near as good as it was several. I mean, it's not even close. Oh, no, no, it's it's not. It's not. It, 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 no, it's it, it's 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 not. I mean, you know, it. it and I watched. I watched them hang around the Pete Golding, probably two years extra longer than what they, you know, a few years ago they would have hang, hang on to him. Um, but it, but it's more than just the defense coordinator. I mean, you know, Governance will miss people what they thought about Freddie Roach. Uh, and then you bring him here, and then I think he – I don't remember what – I think he was coaching inside linebackers at Ole Miss. But uh, now he's coaching defensive line here. So the recruiting has been great for players. It has not been so good. Like Tommy Reese. Okay, look, look at Tommy Reese. Tommy Reese was not Nick Saban's first choice. It wasn't. Ron Grubb, Washington was his first choice, or at least that's the way it assumed to us. And that dude's He's a baller. Yeah, and so he, he couldn't get him. He got him on campus, but some reason he chose not to come here. So I think you he know what happened? At, he, he realized he was going to run what Nick Saban wanted right to run. There. Right there. Right there. You just said it. Yeah. And this day and age, Ron, now years ago, everybody did that, you know, in every in every industry. Everybody filed, you know, filed in line and, and, and whatever it was and did what the top wanted to. Now people have more autonomy, some places. And in, in the world of college football, these coordinators want to run their stuff. And I think he sat down with Nick Saban and Nick told him what was going to happen. He was like, dude, I'll go back to Washington and run what I want to run, you know? Yeah, well, I'll benefit from the interview. I'll get my name out there. Now more people know who Ryan Grubb is, but I'm going back to Washington because I'm not going to run his system. And, and I think that's the, that's the part that is Nick Saban's benefit because he has to do that because he changes coaches so often here, right? That's something he's got to do to, to stick. And you can make some adjustments. But the other part of that is because he has so many disciples around him that have studied under Nick Saban, 
he's too predictable. He's too predictable. So, I mean, Sark knew where the money was to be made in that Alabama secondary, and he found it. He showed you. Well, I mean, think about it a couple of weeks with Ole Miss and and Pete Golding and Lane Kiffin. So both of them know Nick Saban very well. I mean, Nick Saban's got so many people around that has worked for him. It's it's a disadvantage. Well, and I mean, think about that. Steve Sarkeesian had never had a big win in three stops. Washington, Southern Cal, and Texas. And he got his, not only his big win, but big win on the road against Bama and Saban. Isn't that amazing, Ron? Oh, absolutely. Sure it is. Sure. I mean, but, you know, and you look at him, and he's never coached a 10-win season. He probably uh, gets that, you know, off of his back. Um, when, But when you – listen, the, and I don't want to take anything away from Texas, but I don't think this is a very good Alabama team. I really don't. And I, I think if you go back to Nick Saban, he said it, but I think a lot of people, including myself, chose to ignore it. Yeah, this is just coach talk. This is just coach talk. But he said on the Nick Saban Hey Coach show, and I can send you the audio, where he said he didn't think that this team had what it takes to win a national title. It's a he, big statement. He said that? On a coach's show, he said he doesn't – he doubts – I'm trying to think how he said it. He said he likes the attitude of this team, but he still wonders – let me send the audio to you and, and let you listen to it. But you, you, can, you can simply Google it and see it. Nick Saban doesn't te- think his team is a championship team. Now, he could have been trying to motivate his team. You know, he, he does. Sure. Um, Every coach but does. It, yeah, but, but, but that's, the, that's the one that kind of stuck with a lot of us here, you know, locally. We've played that audio several times. I could send it to you, for you, you know, but it's the Nick Saban, Nick Saban show where he said it. Okay. Well, you got South Florida next. And, and, and hey, I, and, and after, after Saturday night, I agree with him. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't see a national. Well, I don't. The odds are you don't make the college football playoff. Um, I wouldn't bet on it. No. I mean, you you'd have to run the table and beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. I, yeah, I, I mean now the pre- yeah the pressure's on. So you know you could. I mean, the, Texas A and M on the road. Um, you know who knows where they'll be. I mean, we haven't been able to focus. Did Texas a and they really lose that game? I mean, I mean, I, I promise you, we focused just on Alabama and Texas. That's all it's been all week. I mean, we, we usually do a score prediction contest. We, we push that way back. We, we just – doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, the season is – for Alabama standards, like this was Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Okay. I mean, you, you lose this early, but Alabama – it's about a national title. And uh, for those hopes and dashes, uh, I think reality's setting in here in Tuscaloosa. Man, oh, man. All right. Well, I thought you were going to be therapist, Bo, this, this morning. And, and, and you just poured on the fire. I mean, you'd like walk me to the bridge and say, here, jump. Well, I thought about, like, I was like, what could I say to Roll Tide Ryan Fowler, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa? And then I thought, the, with your well, you just went over it with those standards that Saban set from 2009 to 2020. 
there's nothing I can say, dude. I mean, y'all are a shell of what you were. You're not intimidating anymore. Again, you don't have the no. staff. You're not going to have... Here's the deal, though. You're not going to find it this week or next week or three... Now, are you still going to win win a bunch of games? Yeah, because you're Bama. Um, if you go zone read and play into Milrose uh, strengths, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what, you know... I don't, I don't know what Tommy Reese drank the night before the game. Lemonade or beer or otherwise, but... Uh, crazy what he was thought you know Milro is or was and so I I don't I don't see it man look Georgia is going to be there Florida State looks like they'll be there Texas has a cakewalk they could screw it up and then Ohio State's down so I don't know who wants the fourth spot but I don't see y'all there Ron I just don't I don't either. I mean, I, I think it's a fantasy to even think that this team could be in uh, contention at the end. Like you said, okay, who you run through Alabama's schedule. Texas A&M on the road seems like at this – no, I'm not going to say that. I was about to say something that goes sound stupid. Um, the way that team plays Saturday night, I think they could lose more games. than Now, if they don't play, if they play up to their potential, you don't see many teams that can beat this team. Mm-mm. You I mean, you go through the schedule. Texas A&M on the road uh, is a challenge. And Tennessee at home. Yeah, and and, and see, that's the other part, is you can't get into a shootout with any of these teams. No. So, like, when Lane Kiffin comes to town uh, in, what, nine, ten days, uh, you look at it and you say, can can they really put up points against Alabama? Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about Pete Golding. You don't think he's going to know Jalen Milrow's weaknesses? Now, that is a good – I mean, Ole Miss is not a good football team right now. They may be at some point, but they can't run the football. Um, and they can't stop, you know, the run. I mean, you know, they didn't show me much at Tulane. Um, you know, they'll get to regroup against Georgia Tech this weekend. Uh, if you run Milrow and do what you need to do, even with Golding, you should be okay. But you're right. I mean, look, Lane – Lane puts everything into this game. Last year, Ole Miss played within seven, and that was great, and it was like celebrated like a win, and then Ole Miss didn't show up again the rest of the year. Uh, The problem is they got LSU the next weekend. Uh, You should be fine, but at A&M, Tennessee at home, LSU at home, and at Auburn, I think you're dropping one of those games. All right, so here's the question. Yep, I do. You know what you've got in Tyler Buckner as the backup quarterback? If you're Nick Saban, do you go to him? No. Yes or no? No. No, no, no. It was uh, not Milrow's fault. Now, I could see Nick Saban doing it uh, because he is just so anti-turnovers, which I understand. But Tommy Reese and Nick Saban, uh, Tommy Reese and Nick Saban did not do their quarterback, Jalen Milrow, any favors. No, I agree. Any. I, I don't he's your best. Uh-oh. If you're going to run it, I may be wrong, he's your best chance. Do you think they're going to bench him? I almost wonder if a two-quarterback system would not work with this scenario because you have such a different type of of style of quarterback. you got a guy that can manage the game, 
Because the problem with Milrow is he can't make those short intermediate throws. He has no touch on those short intermediate passes. His long ball, which is odd, is his best football. The deep ball is, is his. I mean, he's got that, but the short – I mean, it's hard to run an offense when, when you don't have the touch for those deep – excuse me, those short intermediate throws. And he doesn't have that touch, Bo. Uh, I mean, I he, uh, he's still he's still the better chance to win. He's a playmaker. He throws it well enough. I think he'll get better. Yeah, he hasn't played a line. lot. Um, you better not be a setting duck back there. I, you, you better be able. To well, they need to move him around and 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 call. And they some, did none of that. Some specialized, you know, some some design runs and some RPOs for Milrow. That's what I mean. Tyler Buckner. I think he's very ordinary. Right. Well, maybe Saban is. Uh, trying to show you that a change is needed. Hmm. Like, yeah. hey, you guys pick this guy. He always says the team picks the quarterback, right? Nah. So, I mean, that's what he's, blah, blah, I mean, blah. I, I don't believe it, but I mean, maybe Nick Saban was showing, hey, listen, we got to look at some other options. All right, well, here's the deal. I want you to, uh, you got to, you got to get, you got to get right. And, um, you'll pummel South Florida, and then you got Ole Miss next weekend. So we'll see if Ole Miss what? looks right this weekend. If they don't, Alabama will be fine. If if they, you know, do a one eighty, then maybe we'll have a ball game. But, but listen, um, my audience wants me because Bo, they they kind of go after you when you're when you're on in Tuscaloosa. I mean, you, you know, I don't know if you know this. Oh, do they? But you're kind of yeah. I mean, like when you come in and say the dynasty's over. It's over and all this sort of stuff. Okay, they they go after you. Okay, I mean they they they're, they're them fighting words. Okay. Well, let me tell you what they told me yesterday. They told me I need to do an apology tour. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, no. I mean, it was, this is their idea. Okay? But, all right, Ryan Fowler's Roll Tide Apology Tour brought to you by the Toyota Tundra, Tuscaloosa Toyota. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, Tuscaloosa told you at a thirty-three twenty-five Skyland Boulevard. Online. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do those so many. I, I could probably do them in my sleep. But uh, so yes, they want me to get you on. Okay. They want me to get. They want me to get Dave Bartu on, and and all these guys that talk negative and said that Alabama didn't have a chance. That they want me to apologize to them because I mean, listen, they scolded y'all's butt. I mean, when Dave Bartu came in and talked about how bad the coordinators were. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they went after him, okay? So now they want me to apologize to you guys on, on their behalf because they feel guilty for the way that, you know, I don't know if they didn't believe you or just – I mean, they weren't like that. I mean, they just disagreed with your opinion. But now, Man. I mean, one two games in, they're ready to uh, to concede that you guys were right and they were wrong. Okay. It's well, you, tough over here, man. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I don't feel sorry right for now. you. I love you, but will you tell your fans that I don't feel sorry for them today on the show? And, um, let's talk soon. We've got LSU coming into start. Well, I don't think it's going to go well, but we'll catch up soon and, uh, roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. It solves everything. Roll tide. See you, both. See you, buddy. Ryan Fowler, 109 The Game, Tuscaloosa, afternoon drive. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Bundle your car and home.
and shape with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.